Meanwhile, at the Hellfire Club, Phylong walks in on Tony Stark and his assistant, Hazel Kendall, who's really Emma Frost. Stark, I'm bored. Where do you keep the oh, good liquor? Oh, oh, uh, what the hell are you doing, Stark? Marrying the help? I, I'm trying to. If she would do me the honor with putting this ring on her finger, Miss Hazel Kendall, wink, wink, will you marry me? <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I do. <laughs> Two weeks later... Stark, I'm bored. The Hellfire Club sucks. Do you have any other prostitutes I could sleep? Oh, oh, what the hell are you doing, Stark? Are you about to pull that strap on out of that drawer and do pegging for the first time with your wife, Hazel? Yes, oh. we are. Yes. We are? Oh, um, well, I guess uh, that is what we were doing in this room. Not any yep. sort of secret X-Men plan. I guess I'm- That's exactly what I'm we're doing. going to be penetrated for the first time. Great. Two weeks later- Stark, I'm bored. Where do you keep all the good cocaine? Oh, oh, oh my goodness. Are you about to, oh, let me get this out of my pocket. Are you about to put on this ruby quartz visor and pretend to be Cyclops while Hazel fucks the shit out of you? Ooh, that sounds fun. Yes, that's exactly All right, what we're doing. wait, wait a minute. What the fuck is going on here? What? Are you two in cahoots? I am not going to dress up as goddamn Cyclops. I've already been fucked every day these past two weeks ever since she did. And yes, okay, I do love it. Okay. I do like it. But okay. you in cahoots. We are. I'm sorry, darling, but we are. I've been working with Phylong to walk in on us and suggest that you do things to me that I enjoy. Yeah, and I'm just doing it for the fun of it. I'm a voyeur. I know I'm part of Orcus and I shouldn't be helping you, but, you know, I'm actually beating off to this later. <laughs> How could you do this, Emma? Emma, how could you do this? How could you betray us like this, Emma? Oh, I'm not Emma. <laughs> what? I'm Mystique. Oh, God damn it. Well, so you thought <laughs> you, Mystique, could fuck Tony Stark. Well, I got some news for you. I'm not Tony Stark. I'm what? actually world-renowned actor Robert Downey Jr. ha <laughs> What do you, how do you, how do you like them apples? Why does your shirt say for your consideration? Yes, that's right. I've only been nominated for one Oscar for Chaplin and never, and now that I, I need something. I was in Oppenheimer, people. You need to nominate me for goddamn, for Christ's sakes, come on. Well, while we're talking, I'm actually not Phylong. What? That's right. It's me, Benjamin Deeds, the faggot shapeshifter. Who? Yeah, you haven't written about no me in forever. Are. Well, fuck no you. Okay. You. Well, I'm Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, I hate I'm, you, you fucking bitch. Well, I'm not I'm not Mystique. <laughs> oh no. Who are you? I'm Rebecca Romaine, but I'm not Rebecca Romaine. I'm Romaine Lettuce. That's right. <laughs> I'm a sentient head of romaine lettuce this whole time. You thought I was Emma Frost. <laughs> Hello, everyone. 
and welcome to episode 272 of Comic Book Queers. CBQ Legacy is what we like to call Hi. ourselves now. Um, I'm Evil Jeff, and with us is our other host, Brett. And Why did you say call ourselves now? Well, because we don't call ourselves Comic Book Queers. We've call d- ourselves we've called CBQ ourselves Legacy. Comic Book Queers Legacy for five years. I know, and that's now. But but now, that's now what we call ourselves. That's now. That's a now. You know who else yeah. calls themselves Legacy? The new Craft movie. Craft Legacy. <laughs> do you know how the many Kraft times I tell people? Legacy. I have a thing when people are like, "What should we do?" And I'm always like, "Anybody want to call the Four Corners?" And nobody knows what I, the fuck I'm talking about. I would. Not only would I get the reference, I would do it. <laughs> exactly. Do it. And and as I do it. When we make our wishes, all of a sudden I would pull this curveball. I would go, I wish for all the power of Mano. Yeah. I would yeah. do it. And then I would Did be I like, I bind I you, Brett Manis. I bind you from causing harm to you. <laughs> Don't. Wait. Did I tell you I saw the craft <laughs> legacy? Finally. Because you know why? Because the British prince from Red, White, and Royal Blue is in it. Yeah. He's in that new movie Bottoms, which I've been meaning to see as well. Does he bottom? I don't know. He sure does bottom in red, white, and royal blue. Oh yeah. Does he in Craft Legacy? He's in the Craft Legacy. He is a guy they put a spell on and it just like slowly goes horribly awry. But you wouldn't know because the movie is so poorly written. <clears throat> it's not good. Wait, Craft is, Legacy is not good. When I tell you it is not good, when I tell you it got a one and a half star review out of me. On my letterboxed, I gave it one and a half star. It is the lowest ranked movie on my fucking letterboxed. I, okay, here's the deal though. I, I'm going to pitch. Here's the dildo. <laughs> here's what? the deal. The deal though. Here's the deal though, you pervert. I'm going to make the third one because there needs to Not be a, a third one and be mostly for the title. Do you know what mine's going to be called? We have the craft. <laughs> We have the craft, the craft legacy. legacy, and the third one will be called Craft what? Singles. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's all like cheese magic. <laughs> all four. <laughs> and Craft will now, like. Now, <laughs> now I really want to see the movie because it's cheese magic. <laughs> I know, and Craft oh, no. will actually pay for the production Swiss. of it. And in the end, it they're just craft being, with a K like shadow cat. And in the end, like the evil queen is like off for like almond milk. And they're just like, no, <laughs> oat milk and almond milk are evil. We need real cow milk to save us. You need real dairy. <laughs> I fucking love oat milk, though. I went oat, to a Starbucks today and I was like, I'm fucking doing it. I'm not a latte. I never get a latte. I'm like, that's just so much milk. I don't like, what are you doing? Yeah. But I walked in and I was like, I'm fucking doing it. And I was like, can I have an oat latte? And the guy goes, I just cleaned the machine. No. And I was like, that's my sign. I shouldn't be drinking oat, oat lattes. Wait, so you couldn't, he didn't have it for you? No, he. it's the Starbucks in a hotel. Oh, oh, clean and the machine like, is in no. like, he's closed for the day. Clean the machine is like the, yeah, espresso machine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like he's closed. Oh, and he goes, wow. tell you what though, come back tomorrow at nine 30 and I'll take care of you. And I was like, like a vigorous hand job take care of me or you're going to yeah. give me a fucking oat latte that you're going to charge me And he's me like, for. all right, well, yeah, you can rub me, rub one out with me, but I also want that oat milk latte. Right. I'll be your stroke um, buddy, but I also want, but also yeah. I'm here for work. By the way, I'm in a hotel in Chicago. I'm here for work. I have to get up way earlier than 930. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to have my first coffee at 930 and it's not going to be an oat latte. This guy, fuck this guy. 
What are we talking about? We were talking about, I don't know. We went off. You were talking about craft, the craft. I saw the craft legacy. I want you to see it. And then I want us to do a whole episode about it because a, the episode will be two minutes long because there ain't nothing to talk about because it's, it's just nothing. It's just nothing. Brett, how is the craft legacy? Nothing. There is a new horror movie trailer I saw that since we're, oh, well, let's hit the music real quick because I guess we're kind of doing hot topics. Hot topics. Hit the music. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, here's did you hear that there is, um, speaking of, the craft reminded me of Feruza Balk, who was in another yes. movie called American History X? No, when she was younger. Oh, Return to Oz. Return to Oz. There is a new Oz themed horror movie called Gale. Stay away from Oz. Wait, stop. You're making this up. No, it just came out like last week. Yes, it just came out last week. All right, we're going to pause really quick. Brett, I want you to watch the trailer. Are you serious? We're going to talk about it. Pause really quick. Don't, I mean, don't actually stop recording. Don't but, actually uh, stop recording. But of go, course. go on your YouTube and watch it. Watch the trailer for it. It's called Gail. Stay away from Oz. Gail. How are we spelling Gail? Like Gail Weathers or like the normal G A L E like Dorothy Gale. Oh, right, right, right. Gail. Stay away from Oz movie. Oh shit. What the fuck is this? What are you doing? You're watching it too. We can't have yeah. both. We can't have both audios. I'm going to turn it down. No, we're not. No, no, we're, we're just going to pause. Okay, but don't actually pause. You'll take care of it in post? Yeah. Okay, great. Gail, stay away from us. All right, let's go. Once everything's perfectly organized, I'll start working on my thesis. It feels like it knows... Ooh, a scarecrow. Like it's calling me. Oh, what is this garbage? (laughs) Can Can we get, like, Margot Martindale? That would be great. As Dorothy, as grown-up Dorothy. What is this? It's Dorothy's granddaughter. Oh shit! Dorothy Gale, bitch. Her name was Dorothy. Dorothy's born act. Oh, I'm into this. <laughs> I'm into this. I am super into this. <laughs> yes. I live. <gasps> Toto afraid. Photo I love how Toto. it's like we need to have our picture of her dead dog Toto. <laughs> Wait, she's calling her own grandmother Dorothy? She's saying Oz, not us. The captions are saying us. Yeah. <gasps> what? Oh my God, she's given large march. <laughs> I want her to be visited by like the ghost of the Tin Man and the ghost of the Scarecrow. Oh, hell. Oh, ghost. 
They're or still just alive. like yeah, just the monsters. Time works differently in Oz. Give me a lion. What is this? Okay, cool. I love like that that the turn away from the mirror and turn back and something's <laughs> there. <laughs> was that the witch? Oh, I guess so. That's right, the witch. Yeah. Oh, this looks good. Okay. All right, we're back. <clears throat> anyway, but I have a feeling it's probably going to be terrible. It's probably going to no, be terrible. No, it looks awesome. I'm into it. So we just watched the trailer. I am into this. I am into this. So it's it's old Dorothy Gale and her granddaughter is like, something's calling to me. Yes. Oz is a mindset. Um, <clears throat> I love weird movies with Wizard of Oz. Do you know, do you know uh, Zardoz? Have you ever seen Zardoz? No, what is that? I've heard of it. Zardoz is a Sean Connery movie Sean from Connery the late, with that late 60s, on, right? early 70s. Yeah. Yeah, and basically yeah. there's this weird cult and they don't ever die. And then they're like trying to learn, figure out how to become mortal again, I think. But it's like a weird cult and they worship a god called Zardoz. And it takes place in like a dystopian future. And finally he finds their Bible and it's the Wizard of Oz, oh, but the Wizard title of, of it, it's ripped. So the W-I ripped. is ripped off. So the only thing left is Zard of Oz. Oh my God. It's so given it's Carol Zardoz. Danvers. Yes. It's given Carol Danvers verse, veers. Yes. Anyway, veers. I love a good Wizard of Oz. I also just filmed- I love a good a, horror tape. I filmed a drag queen parody version of Wizard of Oz that everyone's going to be seeing next year. It stars um, Diabetti as a goth Dorothy. And there's nobody on Grinder in Kansas, so she ends up having to go to Oz to try and get some dick. Oh, I love it! <laughs> With James Mansfield, will be uh, the uh, the good the good bitch of the North, and Mayhem Miller is the the wicked bitch of the West. Yes. Oh, I can't wait! It's, it's oh, I fun. can't wait! Anyway, that sounds uh, so fun. But you know what else is so, fun? So we've got oh. Dorothy Gale. What is it called? It's called Gale. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> stay away from. Stay away from Oz. You're in danger, Gale. <laughs> um, all right, I have a, I have a comic book related hot topic. Oh, okay. Give it comic to me. book movie related hot topic. What is it? Um, you know, I love me some casting rumors. Okay? okay, to know me is to know that I love casting rumors. Yeah. Um, Evidently, Deadpool 3 is going to have, I think it's going to have a cavalcade of people, but yes. evidently it's going to have T-Swift. Right. Okay. Fresh off the era's, era's tour. Oh, this was the one I couldn't think of. Okay. That's oh, what it was. It was this. Yeah. Girl, we, we found it. Yeah. Dazzler. Dazzler. That's what it was. Taylor Swift as fucking Dazzler. So before the show, Evil Jeff was like, I have a hot topic, which, by the way, listeners, is a rare thing. And he was like, oh, God, it was somebody who was cast in something. And I named every actor on the planet. Turns out it was you were talking about Taylor Swift as Dazzler. Yes. Girl, when I went to New York Comic Con, your boy bought a print of Taylor Swift looking like Dazzler. And it's on my bedroom wall. But that does not that is not the that does not stop there. Okay. There's another casting rumor. Wait, can we can we talk about this for a second? Do, how do you feel about that? I love it. I hate it. 
Why? I don't Why think not she, have Dazzler be like an actual pop star. Because Taylor Swift is not a Dazzler. No, I know. It's it should be like Lady Gaga, Listen. or it should be like Dua Lipa. Yeah, I, I, it should be. It needs to be someone who's a little more like trampy sexy. and sexy. Taylor yeah. Swift's too like goody goody. Taylor Swift would never wear like a praxis, and they just did it because she's shorts. blonde. Yeah, and I'm like, that's yeah. not good enough. You can dye someone's hair blonde. Do you remember back in the '90s? They were they wanted to when they were first doing the X Men. They were thinking of having Madonna. Clint Eastwood, the, the first round in the early 90s, it was Clint Eastwood as Wolverine, Madonna stop. as Dazzler, and Grace Jones as Storm. We need to stop. I think it was Iman. Or Iman. Oh, Iman. You're right. You're right. Well, all of that never happened. Thank God. But we're going to get to fucking Taylor Swift as Dazzler. But listen, Taylor Swift, she can act, okay? Have you seen, what was that awful movie, Amsterdam She's with Margot terrible. Robbie she, and John the David Washington? The only good Washington. thing about She's that is she gets so murdered bad. immediately. She gets, mur- she gets run over by a car. <laughs> and you watch it. They push her under a car and it just goes, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I laughed. Um, no, there's another Deadpool 3 casting rumor. And it's a male actor who I have to say, like these past few years, I have become so ferociously attracted to this actor. Who? In fact, I'm dying to see him star alongside Jonathan Groff in Merrily We oh, Roll Along. Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, girl. Do you have tickets His body? to it? Have you seen? No. Have you seen? But they're moving theater, so new opportunities are opening up. Have you seen the picture of him? I don't know what it's from, but he is in, he's, it's a recent picture. It's on set somewhere. He's in nothing but tidy whities and and he's like just clenched up and screaming into the air yeah, ferociously. Yeah, he's Girl. got the perfect amount of hair on his body and he's ripped. It's hot. And he's short. And you know I like a short king. Can I can I say something and you won't get mad? Okay. I, can I he mean, be MCU Wolverine? Well, here's the deal. If if what's his name, the guy who's Elton John, what's his name? Taron. I still want him, but if Daniel Radcliffe was cast, I would not be mad. I would not be mad at all. You know what I love about the Daniel Radcliffe thing is it's going to show his range. It's going to redefine him. He's going to become a whole other icon. And he would have started out as like a little foppish Victorian boy (laughs) like Harry Potter, which is how Wolverine started out. Right. Harry Potter is very Victorian to me. Can you believe they're going to have a whole? There's going to be a whole fucking TV show of that. Oh God, I'm enough. Do you know what there is going to be a TV show about? Also, um, the Continental, the hotel from John Wick. Oh, that could be fun. I want to see that. Yeah. All right. Anyway, Daniel Radcliffe, Deadpool three. Maybe he's going to be a take on Wolverine. Maybe he's going to be the new MCU Wolverine. Maybe they, but Deadpool we don't know who he's going to do be something yet. significant. Like, do you think Deadpool three might like? Oh, you want some MCU X Men? Here you go. Here's fucking Rogue. I know, but they could also and it's just Daniel Radcliffe. But they could also then just murder him immediately. So you just don't know anything. I know. I know. And I know. And I know. Speaking of casting, like, there's still no Fantastic Four. I know. I. Well, there's no nothing. Everything's being delayed now. 
because of the well, strike. So there's no nothing. There's nothing now. Matt Smith but, is now is now it. Yeah. And I'm just like this. I'm like, at this point, just fucking go with Krasinski, okay? At this point, like just make a just start making the goddamn movie. Start making the goddamn movie. Evidently I mean, once the, the way, strike is done, clearly. Once the strike is done, of course. And once actors and writers get a fair deal. Well, for course. me, I feel that's that, that's the sad part is there's no other way around it than the actors getting what they want. Absolutely. Because the actors are not going to budge. No, they are not. Because you're either a super rich actor that can can last or you're an actor that's already having to do a side gig because they don't pay you shit. So they're like, I'm already waiting tables, right. asshole. Either way, you have income. <laughs> yeah. I and then those actors that are successful, I do like that actors like The Rock and others are creating like funds. I mean, it is sad where people strikers. like Billy Porter said because he his pilot isn't being shot now that he can't he pay the mortgage house. on his house and he has to sell it. Yeah, that is yeah. devastating. But at the same time, they're not going to give it. That's not going to be like, oh, then let's give in and be a scab. No one's going to be a scab. No, ew. So fuck. Except unless you're Drew Barrymore. Oh, girl. Girl, what, can huh? we put can we put Drew Barrymore, Mila Kunis, and Ashton oh, Kutcher shit. on a space shuttle to the sun? Oh, and Jimmy Fallon now too. Jimmy Fallon turns out. Oh yeah, he's a monster. He's a monster. Drew Barrymore, what are you thinking? What uh, of all people, Drew? Drew? I have Drew, a feeling she's going to back you, out. The backlash you is are so a severe. Flower she's of a human mind. Yeah. What? She's like the most empathic creature on the planet. What is happening? I think she people got into her ear like, oh, you're hurting the rest of the crew. You're hurting everyone oh, else. Sure. Like she's like, what about the cameraman? Ex- yeah. She's being like that. And then it's like, yes, but no, it yes. all but, but it, 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 it all affects backfired. it will all yeah. But you heard about the whole Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis thing. I mean, you want to go deep on this right now? Cause I Yeah, wanna. let's fucking do this because let's fucking do this because let's let's fucking do this. Well, first of all, okay, if you don't aware of this, Danny Masterson from that 70s show, married to Bijou Phillips. By the, the way. The brother-in-law of China Phillips, crazy right-wing religious nut job who used to sing one of my favorite songs, Hold On, from Wilson Phillips, who is married to a bald to William Baldwin. Who is brother of Alec Baldwin, who just shot somebody in the face. This whole, it's all crazy. Anyway, Danny Masterson going to jail for 30 years for rape. Hallelujah. And I'll tell you this right now. Good. When Do you know how hard it is to get a rape conviction? It is a he said, she Especially said. Especially in, in that town. For them to be like, nope, you fucking did it 30 years. There for was an, fucking like, evidence, bitches. With the protection of the Church of Scientology to boot. Like, not only are you protected by the Hollywood machine, not only are you protected by the fa- by the fucking patriarchy, you're also protected by the Church of Scientology. Scientology. still got 30 years. Exactly. Honey. And then Ashton Kutcher, Mila Kunis were like, and Deborah Jo Rupp, who was in oh, WandaVision. Oh, Kurtwood Smith. Kurtwood yeah. Smith. You know who didn't? Topher Grace. Topher Grace, we can love we, you. Can, so can we talk about this? Topher Grace for years has hated years, him. Had to live with no, he had to live with the reputation that he was a snob who thought he was too good for the rest of the cast. And, and he's like, no, I'm sick of all of you making your little rape jokes and trying to date girls underage. He's the only one Hero. with some fucking integrity. Hero. 
Anyway, and let's talk about all the Ashton Kutcher stuff about kissing Mila Kunis when she was fourteen. No, okay, well that's that's just the one thing I want to talk about. That first of all, I do want to say Christina Ricci just posted a thing being like, "Hey, Class guess act. what? You can have a friend who's awesome that also behind your back so fucking can rapist. rape somebody." Louis C.K. Tons of people are like, oh, I loved him. He's great. Behind their back, he was jerking off in front of women. The BTK killer, his wife was like, he went to church. He loved me. He was wonderful. Such a great dad. Was going off and and serial killing people. You don't know what people do when they get a hard on. When people get a hard, when men get when a hard on. When people get a fucking hard on, they can become fucking a fucking crazy. monster. They go fucking crazy. Which is why we Dude, need to just- cut everybody's dick off. With- <laughs> Or we need to have jerk off booths all yeah, over, yeah. all over the world. Yeah. Anyway, Ashton Kutcher. So then it's like he wrote that letter, being like, "Oh, be lenient on him." So everyone's like, "Fuck him," and everyone came out of the woodworks like, "Oh, let's watch this old interview where he's talking about yeah. making out with a fourteen-year-old Mila Kunis." Here's another thing of him talking about how he can't wait for the Olsen twins turn eighteen. Yikes! Let me tell you how fucked Yikes. that seventy show was because I, to this day. I feel like I am a crazy person. Recently, even, I have tried to research this again because I know I am right. And nobody believes me, and there's no record of it, but here we go. Right when the 70s show came out, it was around 2000, right? Like 99, 2000, Uh, yeah. Sure. So VH1 had a show at the time called The It List, or The List, one of those. And the show was four celebrities and they would have a topic and they would do like their top five. Like it would be like top five, you know, or a topic today is like band members. So like who are the top five drummers? Like that was the show. And they would, they would debate the list. There was one that was all about hot men and it was all geared toward making lists about how hot like famous men are. And there was, it was typically four panelists. This one, it was three women and a gay man. And that gay man was Wilder Valder Rama. And then all of a sudden he's straight and he's dating whoever, Taylor Swift. I forget. Do you have proof of this being somewhere? No, it's only in my head. I don't think that's true because God damn it. We don't want him on our side because do you know who he was dating when all this was going on? No. Underage Lindsay Lohan. Stop. Yes. Oh, then he's definitely straight. Okay, strike this whole thing from the record, but I swear <laughs> to God, I have this memory. I have this memory that he was the gay man on a, on a VH1 reality show. And here's the whole thing is I'm like, I think he is so hot. I think Ashton Kutcher is so hot, but that does not mean... That they cannot be gross people. I've always loved Topher Grace. But that's the thing is we used to live people. And that's where I want Gen Z to just understand. Please give us old Gen Xers that are trying to learn and progress. The 2000s were so fucked up. So fucked up. We didn't know. We were hit with the future and we didn't know what to do. But also we were like, oh, underage that's fine. Oh, what? It's sexy. Oh, let's just use use slurs. It's funny. Oh, please. All of it's it. Funny. And we and it all just went over our heads. I look back at stuff and I'm just like, "What? I watched that and not even for I a second. Just said Someone to my posted, "Oh, are you going to talk about the MTV 
music awards? No, I was going to talk about how much me, we used to use the. Oh, like the Arsler? Yes. I can't. That was like normal. It. it was like normal. It's so horrible. There is someone, uh, someone uh, sent me a clip and it was from like the 2002 MTV Music Awards or Movie Awards. And Chris okay. Rock is hosting it. Oh, and God. he goes, he goes, hey, this one, this one girl's barely legal, and the other guy has a subscription to it. Mary Kate Olsen and David Spade. And as they what? come out, they're playing Let's Get Arsler. Remember Let's Get It Started? The Black Eyed yeah. Peas song. Oh god. Their original song they, was Let's Get Arsler. I know. That, the original is playing. As they're walking out to present the award after Chris Rock said it, it it was like one after another wrong (laughs) things happening. Holy shit. And then, but I was like, I saw that. Everyone watched that and was like, (laughs) (laughs) it's fine. And so that's what I'm saying is like, we were brain damaged back then. You need to give us some grace to real that we, you know, have the happiness that we got over that and we were able to move on. We were under the 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 thumb of the patriarchy. At the but time. these boomers today are just like, no. But I wish back in the day we could do those things. And I'm like, I oh, don't want to go back there. I oh, don't want to go back there. I mean, I do want to bring back boomers. saying gay as being something horrible. I do, I I do it all the time. <laughs> I do it all the time. That is so gay. Do you remember because when Hillary I Duff think... made a commercial about <laughs> telling people not to say gay anymore, and it kind of worked? Like we can kind of yeah. thank Hillary Duff for making it not okay to say gay. Yeah. Meanwhile, Haley Duff is in the clubs calling everybody faggot. <laughs> I heard. I heard. Oh my god. So anyway, Daniel Radcliffe might be in Deadpool three. Should we talk about the X? Wait, wait, wait! No, I didn't get to the one last thing about Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> oh, no, I'm so sorry. Um, you know how he was involved in a murder. Oh, girl, this is what I wanted to go deep on, too. Can we talk? He was involved. I'm he not saying he did on a, He was supposed to go on a date with a girl, knocked on the door. No one answered. Turns out she was murdered by a serial killer. Dead inside. Seri- but here's the thing is one of yeah. the girls was like one of the girls that used to date Danny or some. I forget who she was, but one she of the called him out. Oh, it's one of the victims. And she was like, I was there. I was there. When you called Danny on speakerphone and hashed out that your date. plan on that date. Plan. So everyone's like, oh, he did probably see that she was dead through the window and freaked oh, out because he's famous and decided not to do anything. Absolutely. <sighs> he was like, I freaked out because my fingerprints anyway. were on the doorknob. Are you serious? Yeah. Like you would be like, yeah, because I don't I think he murdered her, but I think he saw no, that she was he dead. And, and just chi- walked and away. Chickened out. Absolutely. What a piece of Absolutely shit. Absolutely chickened out. What a piece what of is shit. This, no what integrity. is this podcast about? <laughs> We're, is it about girl, the X-Men too? What the hell? <laughs> we, I feel like, went, we went so off out of left field. <laughs> I feel like we should talk about the X-Men now. Yeah, uh, let's talk about the who, fucking X-Men. Hit this the music. Is why, this is why we... Hit the music. I was reading X-Men comics in a cocktail bar. That much is true. Yeah. This is why we have three listeners because we're like, A, it's an X-Men podcast. It does not have X anywhere in the title of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, so there's that. 
And, then and also, sudden, we're gonna, you're like, going to wait 30 minutes talking before about? we talk about it. <laughs> what are we talking about? What are we even talking about? Let's trash I'm, talk Ashton Kutcher. But you know what? People love that. That's fine. People love that shit. People love us. They All right. What are we? Us. What are we starting with? Because <laughs> I. We're starting. We missed. We missed two weeks. So we have to go back all the way back to Iman Vellani and ooh, she co-wrote it with someone else whose name is escaping me. Ms. Marvel, the new mutant. Okay. Okay. Five issue Here, limited series. Go. Premise. Love it. She premise. Great. Is, she's at an Orcus university program as a high school student for a summer program. Love that there is an Orcus university, by the way, everybody hates mutants, feels they all should be killed, whatever. And she's it's like there. Liberty University. She's there underground, uh, trying trying to like infiltrate. Like, what's the secrets? What are the secrets? I think that's a great premise. She Good also premise. has to tell her best friend, who I'm assuming that's the same guy from the from the TV it show. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's his name? God damn um, it! It's in the it's in the comic book, which is good. Um. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, she, um, I was about to say Sunny V, you know, that's the name of his van. Bruno. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Bruno. So she's also, she's like, oh, I have to tell Bruno that I'm actually a mutant, that I actually died, that nobody knows about that, which I still don't understand. His mind was just, wiped. Just because you mind wipe people don't, wouldn't Orcus pick up on the fact that she's dead, but um, no, Orcus. Well, no, but they don't th- know Kamala Khan as Ms. Marvel. Yeah, because you know what? You have a you have a Kamala Khan there, so you have all of her photos. She probably had to do scans, and uh, but she puts a little mask on, and nobody knows that that's her. It's like Clark Kent rules, w- uh, right? Which I'm this is comic not books a fan of. that works. I'm not a fan of that. Um, so that's something I don't like. So there's the Isn't things that I funny, like. The though, prim- like if you. Yeah. If you walked up to me with like a mask like that on, I <laughs> I would be like, "Hey, girl, yeah. when do you want yeah. to record?" I would I would yeah. be like, yeah. "Who are what? you, stranger?" Who? <laughs> um, yeah, I I like the premise. I like the dialogue. I like how it's written. I feel like all the relationships that are forming are really fun. My problem is there are some plot points that I just have to feel that she's stupid. It's like you and needed to advance the plot in a certain way, and and it was just lazy things. And basically, uh, she, uh, uh, some, uh, what is this monster that gets let let loose on campus? A little thing called the Chitari. The Chitari. They get let loose, it, and then she's like, "Oh, I need to well, save just the day." Well, just one of them. Yeah. Oh, he gets let loose. Let me save the day. Let me get into my X-Men uniform. He's like, whoa, is that, but won't that show that you're a mutant? She's like, well, it's the only one that I have. So I I guess I have to do it. You know what you could do? You could maybe, uh, okay. All right. So, so how about when you join the X-Men as an undercover agent, why would you have an X-Men uniform? Right. And also, like, I don't understand it, Brent. Like, take take a page from Peter Parker, who had to put like how many times has Peter Parker put like a paper bag or a pillowcase over his head? Yeah, maybe, or even just like I don't have a costume, but I gotta take crawl. I'll tell you right now that belt with the X on it is not holding your goddamn skirt up. 
take the belt off. Take that off. It's just little things like that. Yeah. Well, it would. I would say upside down. It would still be an expert. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I love that song. I, but yeah, that it's those things. And then they're just like, Orcus is like, uh Oh, it turns out Ms. Marvel was a mutant all along. And you're like, well, you just (laughs) fucked that up. You just fucked all that up for what? I love, I just love that. Like now that she's a mutant after she saves or because she's wearing an X-Men uniform after she saves people, they're all like, ew, fuck you. Yeah. They're like, ew, she's actually trying to kill us. I don't mind all of that. They just needed to find a better way for them to discover that she's a mutant, which is, that's why I think they're holding too long off of the mutant, like what her mutant power is. Like, let's get to it. Let's have some It'll, it'll probably It'll probably come out and be the thing that saves her from some some yeah. sort of inescapable pickle. Yeah. In the last issue. And they're like, and they'll be like, yeah, because when you were faced with near death, your mutant power came out. Oh yeah. Well, how come it didn't happen the first time she died? Anyway. Because, <laughs> because you're wearing your ex costume. That's why. <laughs> so th- I, that being said, it's cute. And I think going forward, I will like it. And I think it will be fun. Yeah. But that was just a very just glaring, like, okay, like, okay well, you're stupid. That's stu- I just hate it when people do stupid things to advance the plot forward. That's I also like that Omega mind. Sentinel is the villain. Yeah. Because you're dealing with Orcus. You can go with a number of people. I like how it's like, like, and how did you let a mutant Orcus. get on set? And she and the one other woman there, she's like, oh, I don't know. It said you were working that day. And he's like, oh, what? But I wasn't. And Omega Sentinel just kills him. And she's like, I know it was you, but you know, hey, Hey girl. Hey. Hey sis. We're both South Asian, so so gotta stick together. Gotta look out for um, each other. Which is also interesting of having its South Asian villains and uh and then a Pakistan like from Pakistan. Yeah, that is um hero. Yeah. Interesting. Love it. I I would love to see Omega Sentinel deprogrammed and like made back into Karima. Maybe that's going to be part of her powers. Ooh, when she uses her powers, yeah. Wow. Do you want to talk about the Benjamin Percy Weapons of Vengeance uh, Ghost Rider Wolverine story? Please, because I couldn't read it anymore because it was so painful. So you need to tell me what happened. Okay. Well, speaking of painful. Would you like to know why all of those corpses are twisted into those kind of like bizarre sculptures? Is it because they're all like weird portals or columns that are supposed to like connect and be a pathway to something? No. Okay. I feel like you're going to I feel like you're going to like this cuz I when they did it when they revealed it I was like okay, I like this. The demon that's inside the kid is a demon created by Mephisto. Because Mephisto wanted something that would idolize and worship him. So all of those contorted sculpture body things are works of art in honor and deference and respect of Mephisto. Oh, so art is the real villain here. Art is the real villain here. Got it. Is my point. Um, yeah, so Mephisto created this demon. This demon, its its sole purpose is to worship Mephisto by creating corpse art. 
And then at some point, wasn't there a ghost Wolverine, which I feel, didn't that already well, happen no. at another point? No, it's the demon that goes in Wolverine. <clears throat> oh, okay. It's not Ghost Rider. It's the demon. So the demon goes in Wolverine and they call him Gulp Helverine. Oh, jeez. Because Weapon Weapon Plus had a whole Hellfire Look, project here's stream. The thing is like, this, I, that maybe we could get away with that if this was supposed to be written for 10 year olds, but this is already murdery and supposed to be. It, this, exactly. It's disgusting. This is not written for 10 year olds. This you're aiming for an older audience. You need to come up with something better than Helverine. Helverine. Um, so of course, what in know, the Helverine is going on here? <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Go back to the Helverine you came from. <laughs> So, of course, you know, what's Logan going to do when a demon spirit takes over his body? He's going to resist. Well, yeah, because Logan does. uh, You can try to brainwash James Logan Howlett, a.k.a. the Wolverine, a.k.a. Patch, a.k.a. Death. Okay, but you ain't going to brainwash him. He's going to fight back. And he does. And then him and Ghost Rider take the demon down. The, the 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 adult does the boy to have the to die yeah does he get killed the boy he so they take the demon out of that guy who's now an adult bram and they put it in wolverine and bram's like oh thank god it's so great to be free of that demon hmm. i'm hungry i feel cold i feel empty i want that demon back oh no he's too so used he to goes it. crazy he's used to it he's used to it and so he tries to get it back and then um dies does ghost he die Rider kills them all oh he goes ghost Rider Rider kills does the, the damnation which his stare is called the damnation stare and not the penance stare so that's new to me was it always called the penance stare before yeah it was always the penance stare he goes you'll die by my damnation stare i'm like does he have like a, a quiver of stares like the care bears <laughs> Does he have a Care Bear stare? Oh my God! He lifts up his stomach, and there's like a rainbow on it. Oh, all right. And, and then so he goes, glad I'm that's an done. Ally. Yeah, yeah. So that's done. Um, and then Wolverine is like, "Okay, that was great, Ghost Rider. See you later. Bye." By the way, now all, he's all the mutants go are dead. Uh, right? And I like, don't care. Not even there's not even a mention. There's not even a mention. Hey, you know your 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 girl Kitty? She done gone crazy. You don't care. Hey, Jubilee, she's made out of pieces of Jubilee now. You don't care. <laughs> Jean has a knife through her neck. You don't care. Okay. Then I don't care. I don't care. All right. Let's talk about which came first, Immortal or X-Men? Does it matter which one? They came out the same week. Oh, okay. Um, so no. we, we don't know which one we were supposed to read first? It doesn't matter. All right. Which one do you want to talk about? Which one about do you want to talk Let's about? Let's talk about X-Men. I mean, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. X-Men. So this was hilarious to me. What? Hilarious. Jerry Duggan came up with the stupidest reason for them to get married because somebody walked in on them and thought, that Tony was going to propose was proposing to Emma. Yeah, to Hazel. And she it's was. A, it's hilarious. And because like he has the ring, the ring that suppresses her mutant. She detection. takes it off because she's like, "There's Philong. I'm going to kill his ass." Takes off her power dampening ring, which, by the way, and knees Tony in the balls, so he'll get out of her way. 
And then, so Tony's down on one knee because he got kicked in the balls. He's got the power dampening, undetecting ring on, and he's trying to cram it back in Emma's finger. And Emma's dressed up as Hazel. And Phylong walks in and goes, uh-oh. Oh, I know what's going on here. <laughs> Clearly, you're proposing to your assistant, Hazel Kendall. And he's like, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And I'll tell you this. Emma Frost is having none of it. She's kind of going through it. Kitty's going through it. But there's one person having a blast. And that Who's is... Shadowcat? No, the Black, the black Queen. Uh, Celine. Oh, Celine. Oh, Celine's having the time of her life. There's a line. Celine is in her prime. There's a line here where she goes, I don't want to live in a happy paradise. I don't want to be freed from my <laughs> oh so terrible, terrible curse. I want to eat people. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. It's so good. Um, so this issue starts with Emma and Wilson Fisk fresh off their escape from Krakoa in the sewers, in the Morlock tunnels. And Emma agrees. And it's Fisk who's like, you know, they're going to come after your assets. And she's like, no, I know. So I'm going to give them all to you. And he's like, excellent. So he's the Black King of the Hellfire Club now. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that bitch turns back to her and goes, you still work for me, by the way. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. What? What? And she's just like, she's like, yeah, whatever. She's going to get him too. Whatever, whatever you need. Um, whatever. Oh, wait, the Celine thing. The Celine's an immortal. Sorry. It's an immortal. Sorry. Yep. I'm mixing it up. That's okay. Um, it's all, all the, so many different plot lines are happening. But anyway, we have Emma. Uh, yeah, Emma's kind of, but you know, Emma, I don't, I, I'm never worried about Emma when someone's like, you, I'm going to put you in your place. She's like, yeah. yeah, yeah oh, please. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Whatever, anymore. bitch. Okay. We go back to showing Kamala Khan is, uh, off, you know, uh, kind of picking it up there. It also shows a sad thing where a girl with vitiligo or no, with alopecia yeah. and vitiligo. Well, she, but being, she never says she has vitiligo, which is so weird. Which is weird because She's they like, drew her. Alopecia. She has alopecia, which she is bald, but she clearly has vitiligo too. Yeah. She has, but they they now think she's a mutant. So you're kind of just seeing this mutant frenzy. Anybody different? Yeah, you know, I uh, you know it's that uh, you know once they come for the one, you know, is that a uh, I didn't say anything because I wasn't a, I wasn't a Jew. Oh please! And then they came for the you know it's like they're gonna yeah, come after you next, bitches. That's right. They're gonna come after you if you have a difference of opinion, fascists. But meanwhile, Shadowcat is like, oh, I need to go kill Firestar. And she's gonna. Yeah. Just tearing through Orcus soldiers. She sneaks onto the Orcus base and she gets to Firestar. And then Firestar is just like, um, look, we just like, I need to tell you something crazy. Like she literally is like, I have a crazy story to tell you. And she's like, fuck off. First of all, Firestar is behind a locked door holding a gun out. Can we talk about why this is a stupid choice for eight different reasons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the sad thing is, I mean, people forget like Shadowcat as a cold-blooded murderer. That's the scariest thing because there ain't nothing you can do. You know what I mean? It's, Even if it's, it's totally- Wolverine, you're like, all right, I'm going to try and fight her. You're like, I'm just going to wait until she like solidifies something into me like there are certain characters that you forget how scary they could be if they just turned evil down that path yeah 
like the opening of X-Men 2, X-Men United, it hit for a reason. Yeah. Because you were like, yeah, Nightcrawler could totally kill everybody in the White House. No problem. Yeah. And so finally, she's about, she has the sword in Firestar's head. And she's like, okay, wait, 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 wait. Jean Grey did this and Jean Grey did that. And she kind of forced me to do it. And I didn't really want to do it. I wear. So Jean, Jean did it. Jean did it. Jean did it. I know you don't believe me and you're not believe, but don't kill me. It's the truth. And Kitty's like, oh my God. That's so Jean. That's like so Jean. Okay. Kitty, I will Kitty's say. Like classic Jean. I will say she did buy it. That's funny. But I was like, she bought it a little too fast for me. Um, I, I would want a little more proof. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Here's your. This is my. I'm gonna try it for a no prize. Okay. Jean is also did it so that when Angelica speaks the words, it was Jean's idea. It kind of allows the person to see it. Okay. Oh, I like that. I like that. Okay, I'm down with it. Do I get a no prize? Yes. Yes. No prize to you. Do you remember what a no prize was? I'm saying this. I know you remember. I'm saying this for our listeners. Yeah. uh, Back in the olden days in Uncanny X Men. A no prize was when, hey, it was basically getting your readers to do the work for you. Um, if you caught a mistake, yeah. You would ca- you would basically write in, a tell them a error. mistake, but then also explain it away and be like, well, then this has to be why, this is the reason why it's actually not a mistake. And so you get a no prize. Yeah, but do you know what the no prize was? Oh, what was the actual no prize? What was it? It was an, it, it, I, it ha- I got one once. What was it? It's an empty envelope. On the front of the envelope, it's printed. Like, congratulations, you've won your no prize. And then like, there's in, like, nothing in it. Do you still have it? There's nothing in it. No. You're I don't know what happened to stupid it. Stupid little bitch. But that's why it was called a no prize. It was an empty envelope. And they're, <sighs> like it was such a good move on Marvel to be like, thank you so much for calling out our error. Here's your award. <laughs> and yeah. it's an empty fucking envelope. Yeah, because it's not an error, because you explained why it wasn't. Love it. So good. All right. So, okay. And then, so then Firestar, Firestar like, yeah, still, though, watch your back, bitch. Yeah. She's like, can you like tell them? And she's like, no, I'm not going to tell anybody. No, so. because it looks good. But it's also X-Men where she's you. like, oh shit, you can go through the gates. So yes. she's like, oh wow. That is a little bit of trust. Like Kitty ultimately did show her deep trust. Yeah. By revealing that to Firestar. And then what follows after a letter uh, from Firestar to her father is, I think, my favorite scene in the fall of X so far. Yeah. Because it's Emma Frost meeting Kitty in an alley, agreeing to basically Thelma and Louise it with Kitty. They are just going to kill everybody together because they can. They could. And Emma's like, but I cannot do this until I know that Scott is okay. Yeah. And I sure did shed a tear. I know. Although it made it not pass the Bechdel test, but you know, whatever. Oh, please. <laughs> you know, it's a scene, not not an issue. I know. I'm just kidding. Um, no, they talk about bloody revenge. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do love this so of endearing. her talking with Kitty about their plan. And then she just walks in and she's like, I'm ready to go. She's like, let me just get my keys. (laughs) And Tony's like, no, 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 no. We need to do this smart. Well, she sees Phylong. Yeah. And he's like, we need to play it smart, which is true. And Tony's actually right. He's like, we need to play the long game. Like if you go on and just, and you just 
wipe his mind right away. You're going to blow your cover and then, and, and then fucked. everyone's just going to come after you and you're fucked. Like, let's play the long game. And while they're fighting, yeah, he proposes to her. Well, yeah, she pulls the ring off that prevents her from being detected, knees him in the nuts. And so he's down on one knee and yeah, all that. And now, then she actually telepathically contacts Kitty and is like, something's come up. You're going to have to just Thelma it. No, Louise. But then, but she says something came up and Kitty says, me too, Emma. Is she seeing somebody in that alleyway? What no, is that I think sp- she was saying, no, e- Emma says something's come up. I'm sorry. And Kitty says, me too. Oh, okay. Meaning she's also sorry. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. I did think the same thing at first. I was like, oh, something happened with Kitty too. But, and, and upon second read, I was like, oh no, she's just also sorry. And then that kind of just goes right into Immortal X-Men, which is Immortal what I was talking X-Men, about which, with Celine. Could you? Yeah. Okay. So we've got Celine and Shaw. She's eating people. She's, she's self-actualized. She's, she's eating the, the Orcus soldiers that are too scared. They get scared because they see monsters when they try to go in Krakoa, which is Xavier's doing. But when she eats you, and by eats you, of course, we mean sucks out your life force. Um, she also, she's a psychic vampire. So she also gets your memories. Yeah. So she sees the memories, realizes it's Xavier that is, and Sean's like, okay, Xavier, we can deal with. Like, let's just go get my island that I'm going to sell for parts. Yeah. Like a true capitalist. Yeah. Well, he's like, because he lost the Hellfire Club, so he has no money. So he needs capital. Because in this whole world, if you don't have capital, like you're not worth anything. So he needs to get some money before he can really do anything. Right. Meanwhile, back in uh, wherever. Well, but we now know we we now know where they are. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Well, oh, we, we don't. Yeah, by inside, the end of this issue, we know where they are. They're inside her one of her orbs. We're like inside took, one of her orbs because we saw she took uh, the little one of the islands of Krakoa and put it in her orb. Right. And they later find that island. So you're and like, by her, oh, we mean Mother Righteous. Mother Righteous. And so you're like, oh, well, if that's in the orb, then you guys are all in the orb. But before we get there, they are now just, they're literally just, everyone is using their powers to just try and create water so that people can drink. They're telekinetically, Exodus is telekinetically pulling the water in the air and taking turns with Hope doing it using his powers. Um, who does this remind you of? Very Jesus-y. It's very Jesus. Well, Exodus. Mm, yeah. Hmm. They're in a desert. Very walking in a desert, looking for oh, the promised there's land. More. There's more. Somebody posted on Twitter, I should have called them up, Bible verses about wolves. And like it basically describes this whole story. Yeah. So I, I'm pretty sure it is where Kieran Gillen is basing this story. I mean, I think the, the, I think this is based very much based like right out of the Bible, which I don't know very much about by choice. I unfortunately know a lot, but I've tried to block it all out because I took. Yeah, I mean, I went to CCD. I was confirmed Roman Catholic, all of it. But I, but I it, went to actual take. Catholic school for thirteen years. <gasps> That's why you're such a slut. <laughs> it's true. Anyway, so anyway, Exodus has got. The Krakoan diaspora, and he's turning air into water. 
turn it into wine. If I was there, I'd be like, turn it into wine. And then some mutants are trying to use their powers to create a little bit of organic material for people to eat. Like they're all just trying to band together. Hope is still considered the Messiah. Destiny is just like, fuck everybody. Mystique's not here, so I don't give a shit. But Mystique can't see the future anymore. It seems like her powers are completely destiny. destiny. She can't see the future anymore. Her powers are completely turned off. What is this about? Why? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. understand this. And it's one of those other things where right now it just feels like convenient to the plot. But I, I feel like I, I want this to have a deeper meaning of what's going on. Because it's one thing where she's like, I don't see anything. But even Hope can't access her powers because she doesn't have any. So what? Destiny doesn't. Destiny, yeah. It was, what, yeah, so because Destiny doesn't have any. So what is that? What is that about? I'm I'm wondering what that's. I don't I, know. I want it to and, lead is to that something. from the Bible as well. Like, is there something about the blind in the Bible? I don't think so. But Destiny know, but is a lot of. I mean, if they start writing on tablets, I mean. Oh please, um, there is a lot of Kafka in this and I'm starting to be like, just, I liked Kafka because he only showed up once in a while. I don't need Kafka to be the main character because I'm yeah. learning too much about him. Yeah. And his mystique part in the pun is wearing off. Yeah. And where are his face markings that he had when he first appeared? Cause they were adorable. <sighs> and why does he turn green? Yeah. Or was that like a lighting thing? It looked like he, no, it looked like he turned green when he got scared. That's so cute. See, that makes me like him more. He could do that? That happens to him? Yeah. Look at him. He's and so then cute. there's all of these little Wolverines running around. What is up with, yeah. we just had that in, in Wolverine. I know. A bunch of act, crazy Wolverines. Uh, yeah. Stop it. But these I'm, are like the wolves that are in that Bible verse I'm talking yes, about. Yes, yes. And then along comes Mother Righteous. Who Destiny captures all of us. Yeah. When yeah. she says, oh God, that accent. Is that Mother Righteous? Yeah. It's like. I, like this character is starting to wear thin on me. I need to. I need. I, we need to move on with this character. Well, Destiny saw through it. She always knew that she was full of shit, but people stopped believing her. So she couldn't yeah. uh, really t warn anybody. And the other thing I love is that Destiny used to be an old lady. And I think as an old lady, she was. It, it's so funny how. As She's an, wise. But she was, she was less cranky as an old lady than she is as a young woman. <laughs> and I find that hilarious. <laughs> I thought you meant people are like less likely to believe her now that she's younger. No, no. It's just I like where an, you took it. No, but as an old lady, she was always like, oh, that's how it is. Oh, dear, it's back in my day. But back in her day, she was like, fuck everybody. I hate you. Like, <laughs> I love it. So, um, yeah, we've got Mother Righteous. And, and she, she gives reveals, a reveal. Look, it's I'm Atlantic Krakoa. And then I'm a mutant. And, oh, <gasps> and I thought, is this bullshit? But no, Hope can access her powers. Or is that all part of the fakeness well, no. of this orb? Does she does she access her powers? She or can does she say, I detect I detect powers? them. She can feel it. Yeah. and But what does she say? How does she describe it? Um, Where does she? Okay. Um, I can just tell you. She says... Her powers like are her, like, like legions. Her. Oh, legions. Legion, but they're microscopic. Yeah. So you know what I did? 
What? I went back and read Sons of X because I was like, wait, yeah, what happened when Legion fought Mother Righteous to end Sons of X, which then leads into Uncanny, uh, will, will lead into Uncanny Nightcrawler. So if you remember in that book, Legion, along with Lost and Banshee and um, Pixie, fight Mother Righteous at the end. Mother Righteous tries to do her you thanked me bullshit to Legion, but he was too powerful. And so he fights her. What's the thing? What, but when he, did, what did Professor X do to him? Did that Was that after or before? That was just some virus he got over. That was before. Oh, and he got over it. Oh, yeah. And so then she, how, what happened to him at the end? Did she absorb him? We don't know. No, she tried. She tried. It, she, she absorbed Margali Zardos, Nightcrawler's mother. And she was basically was like, you thanked me. So now I basically own you and I'm going to absorb you. And so right. she then tried to do the same thing to Legion and Legion working with blindfold tricked her and they overpowered her. But then she like mother righteous, like lashed out and burned everyone away and was just left alone. And then she said to nightcrawler who still had his hope sword at her neck. Um, I can't sense Legion. That's so weird. No one's ever been able to hide from me. I, I can sense it. No matter where he is, I should be able to sense him, and I can't sense him. Well, he's I think clearly. Legion is inside her. Yeah. But here's the deal. But then why is she saying that she's a mute? Does she. It, she's that full means of that, shit. But no, but that means she knows he's inside of her. Oh, I don't think. I don't. I don't necessarily think that means that. But if she says that, then why would she say she was a mutant if she knew Hope could detect it? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I see what you're saying now. Yeah. Huh. Huh. All anyway. right. Well, but you we know what? We maybe do for like a Legion popping we're up. We're going to have a reveal. That's a, a reveal. And I have a That's feeling a we love when a reveal. they're like, we can't get out of this. I think he's going to burst out of her. And uh, that's going to be, that's how that's going to be. I think, with. I think we got to read the Bible and I think the Bible, it'll, it'll tell us what's going to happen, but shit, I don't want to do that. There's also another power. There's also another power reveal I want to talk about. Oh, sexy professor, daddy Xavier. Professor Xavier. His power to make me horny. He has always said he can barely like lift a spoon. Like that's how weak his telekinesis is. Yeah. Okay. And they mentioned, oh, they mention, oh, he has telekinesis now too. They walk in and he's like, huh, the orca soldiers show up and he's like, huh, oh, you have uh, anti-psionic blockers. Okay. Next thing you know, they're all fucking ripped apart. Yeah. Where did that fucking power come from? I think from him dying. In Inferno, he did the same thing. Nope. In Inferno, he did the same thing to Nimrod. Oh, he did? Yeah. He tore Nimrod apart with telekinesis. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. I don't remember him being that. Even yeah. then, I don't remember he's him being that He's done it a powerful. few times. He's done it. He's done like a few feats in the um, Hickman era. I also find it interesting that he is still not considered an Omega level. Right. What is that? I always thought Professor X was like the most powerful mutant on the planet. Yeah. Remember them days? Yeah, there's only and he only Jean is the most the powerful telepath. Like oh technically, God. yeah, because even um, what's his name, Quentin Quire and Exodus are only telekinesis. 
I want it so that Xavier is the most powerful telepath. Okay, I want that. Well, I also feel Psylocke was fucked over because she was established as Omega level in Rick Remender's X-Force run, and then it was like taken away. Sorry, bitch, you didn't make the cut. See yeah. what I did there? So Xavier <laughs> is like, I'm just going to sit here and be sexy, and I'm going to, I don't know, he's beefy. Yeah, I, I like the know. daddy beard. I I'm like the beard. It. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and so then this weird ending of this issue Yeah, Mother the other, like, besides, Here's Krakoa. Yeah, we also have the Phoenix. We have um, Apocalypse and we have Wolverine coming to attack them as they go on to Krakoa, the promised land. Yeah, Exodus is like, they're like, we're saved, we're home. And Exodus is like, I don't think so. I think something else is coming. And yeah. then we see Apocalypse. It's like, So let me ask you this. Do you think this, like, is this Apocalypse? Or is this like, because it ain't Wolverine and it ain't Gene. Well, here's the thing. Mother Righteous, Orcus was making deals. The Akaba were making deals with um, Genesis. And Mother Righteous is working with Orcus. So it is possible when yeah. they were defeating, when Genesis was like, let's get rid of Apocalypse, that Mother Righteous could have come in through Orcus and taken him. That's possible. Yeah. Um, but I have a feeling because Wolverine that he's is not on real. To Mother Righteous. Yes, but it's also um, the fact that the Wolverine is not real and the Phoenix is not real makes me think maybe the Apocalypse is not real either. Me too, because it feels very like like Apocalypse is calling himself Revelation now. In fact, somebody says something about a Revelation right before this moment, and it's in bold, so it's a big foreshadowing yeah. that we're about to see Apocalypse. Oh my God! Is every um, X Men now just a different Bible book? Is there an X-Men called, oh, what about next, um, Ruth? <laughs> what are you talking about? It seems like they, everyone keeps changing their names, their X-Men names to different Bible books. <laughs> Who else? Genesis, Revelation. Like it's, so I was like, what is someone going to be called Ruth? Like the book of Ruth? Like is that a next? Oh, wait. So the book of that's Ruth where, is from the That's Bible. where I lost you. I didn't know that was a book of the Bible. Yes. There's one called Ruth. Yeah. Is there one called Bernice? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh God. The Bible gets really annoying and whiny when you get to the book of Ruth, the book of Bernice, the book of Karen. The book oh, of Karen the book of Ruth. Oh my God. Oh my God. Hey, welcome to the book of Ruth. Um, <laughs> so also apocalypse, like, so also notice who has the Phoenix around them. Cause it ain't Phoenix. It's Apocalypse. And if you look yeah. at the promo art for the cover of next issue, it is Apocalypse with the Phoenix Raptor around him. Oh. Okay. So what the fuck is going to happen? What I would love is for somebody to take Mother Righteous down. I also like, I just really, can we, the Dominion thing, can we get to it? Can we find out who's yeah. the Dominion already? Yeah. Because I hate all of them. Oh. I don't want man, any of them. That was to another get thing. It. Me neither. And I, I, don't think, I, I don't think it would be one of the four of them. I, I hope not. That's so predictable. I know. I think there needs to be another sinister hiding in the mists. That would be cool. In Sons of X, 
Mother Righteous shows Legion what happened to him in the Sins of Sinister timeline. And what happened to Legion is he just like ascended, but he was then eaten and swallowed by the Dominion. And it's depicted as having like blue skin and giant fangs, and it just eats him up. Right. What's that about? What's that about? Is Beast the Dominion? No, I refuse. It's Nightcrawler. No, but they said it was a sinister. No, it just says not you. No, they were like, no, I think it's, I thought it's not you. I thought it was. I thought it was like, it it was like it, uh, one of us does become a Dominion, but it's not you. I think it was like written that way to make it seem like it was, but I think maybe it was vague language. I don't know. I'm holding out hope that there's going to be a twist. I love a reveal. Y'all wanted a twist. Y'all wanted a twist. All right. You and I did not even check in and say if we were going to talk about any TV or movies this week. I feel like we should hold off on Harley Quinn until it kind of. Because it's going to wrap up. Next issue, next episode is the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we will. We will. We'll call it here. Yeah. We talked about that other shit for so long. Mm hmm. Yeah, so we're fine. We're good. Yeah, that was it. That was it. That was it. We're done. That was it. That was the podcast. It was us talking about nonsense and then we sprayed X-Men all over you. Yeah. Because I'm just going to let you know if you keep following all the bullshit that Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis is doing. Well, I hate to break it to you, (laughs) but that makes you... Queer. Does it? No, it makes you laugh. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye.